this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I'm so excited for you guys joining with me today as we go on this great adventure to discover and to get on this adventure of God's Word and get on this adventure of law of attraction and basically learning how to create through the kingdom of God. And it's a beautiful thing. One thing I love about the scriptures is God, you know, exalts us to the place where He says, You are my sons, you are my daughters, you know, you are the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You know, he lets us know that the greater shall be, you know, better than the former. You know, we hear of all these things of, you know, you're blessed going in, you're blessed going out. You know, you hear of these things that say, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. There are, there are so many scriptures. And some of the ones I love that many of you know about is ask. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. There are so many scriptures that deal with the power of life and death in our tongue. So many scriptures that deal with our minds having renewed by the power of the mind of Christ, knowing that whatever we touch will begin to prosper. You know, wherever our feet shall trod, God's given it to us. I mean, there are scriptures that talk about everything from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. And I want you to think about that. There are scriptures that deal with our hands, our feet, our mind, our, our eyes, our ears. And yet we also know of scriptures that talk about the soul. I, we know scriptures that talk about the spirit. I mean, God covers every single thing in the entire word of God about how blessed we are, but also not just blessed, but how creative we are, that we can have things come out of our mouth that formula, formulates words that turns into realities. We have things that deal with our feet being so called and so anointed that wherever I walk, God's going to give it to me. We have things of, that, are, that are like energy and anointing from God's presence on our hands that whatever I touch, I could be able to cause something to prosper and produce. Knowing that whatever it is that we are understanding in our heart, that I can make those things in my heart my reality. That whatever it is I'm desiring in my soul, that I'm like, man, I want that so bad. I really want to have this in my life, God. That those desires can can be turned into realities. I mean, he'll give us desires for heart. I mean, do you see where there's every single place in the Bible deals with God's love towards us? And not just our, his love towards us, but how our love can create. And yet our hate can create. And yet our thoughts can create. And yet our hands can create. And our, our feet can create. Our arms can hug somebody to create love. There are so many things all through the scriptures that deal with this beautiful thing we call life. And how we have been equipped in life. People ask me all the time, you don't talk a lot about warfare. You don't talk a lot about, you know, the armor of God and, 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 and the weapons of warfare. Even though I know that they're, that they're real in the Bible, but I also know how minimal it is when in, in the sense of how many times it talks about those things in the New Testament. Because the greatest things, which is usually just a, I think there's two or three, that's it. But the greatest thing that we hear over and over and over again is the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you, which means in me 
is righteousness, right standing, alignment in where I need to be. You know, righteous peace, knowing that I'm not fragmented, I'm not torn apart, no one can rip me apart, no one can fragment me, no one can destroy me. Because I have peace that surpasses that natural understanding. I have peace that means nothing missing, nothing broken. Knowing that I am intact, knowing that I'm whole, knowing that I'm complete, and yet nothing or no one, unless I allow them to, can hurt me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So there's nothing greater than what is in me around me. Everything in this world will bow to my creativeness, will bow to the kingdom of God within me, will bow to the treasure that is within this earthen vessel, will bow to the Christ in me, will bow to the fact that there's a powerful king that operates in me, and yet I'm a king that functions out of the king within me because he is king of kings. That I'm a lord. And yet the Lord of the Lord of all is inside of this small Lord because he's Lord of Lords. And so there's nothing on this planet stopping us. So within this podcast today, I want to take a couple moments to talk about life is calling your name. Life is calling your name. And I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart today, but I believe there's so many of you. I believe there's so many people right now listening to the sound of my voice that says things such as, I sure wish I was married. I wish I could have children. I wish so bad I had a new car. I wish I didn't feel lonely. I wish so bad. I pray every day that I, you know, could, you know, find a good church to go to. I I pray every day and I wish every day that I wish I had a good job. Man, I wish I had this. There's so many of us that whether you use the word wish or prayer, hey, whatever word you want to use, no big deal. Because really it's all the same. If I say, man, I'm praying for a new car. Or I'm saying, man, I wish I had a new car. The truth is, it's still a desire. God is not going to look and say, oh, you've got to be picky with your words. No. Because we recognize things of knowing that God said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. It is your desire, not your vocabulary I look at. It is the heart that I look at, not the eloquent words that come out of your mouth. It is the heart that is desiring. It is the heart that is loving. It is the heart that is attracting. It is the heart that is wooing. It is the heart that is like the magnet attracting and pulling into itself everything that God wants us to have and live out in this life. So when we say is life is calling your name, let me say something to you. The Bible says he died to give us life and life more abundantly. I focus on the things in which I know I'm called to do. I focus on the things in which I know I can have. I focus on the things that life can produce for me. I focus on the th- on the on the fact that I can produce life for somebody else. That I can give life to somebody else. Women do it every day, all the time, every day when they have children. They give life to something else. And yet I give life within my words to other people by encouraging them, exhorting them, loving them. Hey, you, you look great today in that in that dress. You look beautiful today. Hey, you know what? That that suit really looks good on you, sir. Hey, you know what? You're doing a great job at what you do at your at your job. Man, I love your smile. You know what? Your eyes say it all. You know what? I love the way you pray. I love the way you hug. There are powerful things that are coming out of us that we don't understand is literally changing realities. The things that come out of us are changing realities. Every single moment of every single day, you know what life does? Recalibrate, recalibrate, recalculate, recalculate. Every moment you say something, recalibrate, recalculate, re-examine. Every single moment you say a word, those three words start in the atmosphere just literally just recalculating, recalibrating all the time, every moment. 
Why? Refreshing, refreshing, because every time something comes out of every one of us as human beings, and especially those that are that understand the awakening part of Christ, you know, through the kingdom, understand that every moment re- the reality on this planet shifts. Every millisecond somebody says something, every millisecond somebody thinks something, this planet shifts. The entire planet shifts the moment something or someone literally begins to say something or think something. Now that might sound really far-fetched. It might sound, whoa, that's powerful. I'm going to go with the second one. And in fact, let's go with both of them. It seems really far-fetched, is it not? Because it's because probably it is far-fetched. But the truth is, it's a wow reality. It is truth. That far-fetched talk of, talking is reality. Because every time we think and every time we say something, and imagine at least seven billion voices and on this planet with not just voices but 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 brains and mindsets and the soul. And every moment something shifts and recalibrates, shifts and recalibrates. So is anything in the spirit realm ever ever steal? Never. Is anything on this planet Earth ever steal? Never. Is anything of within us ever steal? No. You know why? Because we're energy. We are energy beings, we're light beings, we are spirit beings, we are sons of God. We and light doesn't stay still, energy doesn't stay still, right? And yet we're yet we're on a planet where there's time, and so even even in the natural, things don't stay still. Everything ages, unfortunately, but everything ages, everything evolves, everything shifts. So your body, your soul, your mind, your spirit, everything that you are has never throughout eternity will ever stay still, ever. Because there's a constant movement, vibration, thinking process. No wonder why we think 60 to 65,000 thoughts a day. Because there's nothing, there's not one thing that's part of us that ever stays still. Never. That's how powerful and potent that God has created us to be as human beings. And with that said, life is calling us. Knowing that he died to give us life and life abundantly, abundance of life is constantly prophesying to you, saying, use me, use me. I've been given to you for you to bend me, for you to make me flexible, for you to be able to create, for you to be able to stretch me. Think about that. Abundance of life is here for you. How do we bend life? How do we make life flexible? How do we begin to cause life to evolve? How do we begin to shift life when life is just literally standing in our door knocking, saying, all you got to do is just say the word. All you've got to do is say the magic words. All you got to do is think the magic words. All you got to do is is believe the magic words. Now, you, you guys that are listening to me that are very religious, you'd be like, oh, I don't like the word magic. Hey, I understand. But you know what? Don't be so religious. You know why? Because we're using things as an example. I don't want you to get hung up on a certain word without missing the power of the message of the kingdom of God within this podcast. And that is say the words. Whatever words you say, you really Reality and life says, there you go, and I'm shifting again. Every time you think something, life says, there you go, i got to shift again. Because life is knocking on your door saying to you, what do you want to think today? What do you want to be today? What do you want to have today? What is it you want to change today about me? Me who? Life. Because life is alive. 
Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, God doesn't change. Jesus doesn't change. But yet, Him being the life, He's distributed not just Himself that's a part of that life. He's distributed um, an abundance of life. So He's given us He's given us more. And you might say, are you saying He's given us more than what He is? Well, let me just say it this way. The New Testament in, in, in the Acts says that greater works shall I do, Right? As he ascends, greater works shall I do. So I'm actually doing greater works. So if I'm doing greater works than what he did, then guess what he's doing for me? He's given me more of a life than probably what his name is entitled, which basically is the power of God's presence of, and his giving of his love. So therefore, he's given me more than what really... How can I say this? He's given us more than anyone because he gave us more than just his life, which was good enough. But he didn't give us just his life. He gave us the abundance of that, which is the overflow, which is the, which is the, the highest level we could ever imagine or think possible. Is that, that is at our beckoning command and call at any moment to say, here is abundance of life, not just life, abundance of life. What do you want? And yet day by day we get stuck in a time warp. We get stuck in a time frame that says this is how my life is because everything looks like it's settled. My job looks settled. I'm walking around in my house because I know it's it's pretty permanent. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm walking in a relationship that has been permanent, let's say, one day or 20 years or 50 years. You know, I'm walking. I got a car outside in the garage. It's, it seems like it's permanent because it's not moving. I mean, everything looks still. Everything looks as if it's permanent. Everything looks as if it's just there and it's going to stay there and what's sad about that is you trick yourself you just you sabotage yourself because you believe everything is still well the house is not going anywhere you know what would, what would it be better jeremy if the house was walking walking on four legs i'm always going to chase it to say stay on this lot stay over here where you're supposed to you know hey it might help us out a little bit more to realize nothing is still right in life however our minds play our mind plays games with us because we're in a natural world where energy slowed down into matter because God made everything um, materialistic in the sense of, of, of staying still as matter and yet our minds, it plays games with our minds constantly because we see the house is not moving that I'm walking in, I'm living in, I'm sleeping in, I'm cooking in, I'm watching TV in. We see a car in a garage that's not moving unless I drive it so it's pretty much permanent. You know, I'm seeing my TV on my wall that doesn't move around and walk around. I have to chase like a, chase like a dog. It seems like it's permanent, right? The chair I'm sitting in doesn't move. And then we look at our relationships. Well, they've been in my life. She's been in my life 20 years. He's been in my life 40 years. You know, and our, our computers, our phones, everything looks as if it's just there and it's permanent and I own it. So if I own it, it's just there. And what happens is that is trickery because then you start believing the, 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 the delusion that, that everything in your life is boring, steel, stagnant. And if it's stagnant, that means I must be stagnant with it. Think about that. I must be stagnant with it. Life is beautiful, but yet when you go by what you see or feel, which the Bible tells us not to do, because when you go by what you see as everything being stagnant, steel, not moving, my marriage is not budging, you know, my finances are not budging, 
And then all of a sudden, why would you say those things? Think, think of it this way. Why would you say those things? Because everything else around you is steel. Your car, your home, your floor, your chair, you know, your furniture. Unless you come home and it's all got legs and it's just running around. You're like, stay steel before I spank you, you know? Because our mind plays games with us because it plays trickery. Because we see things that are steel and we see things as being in, in stability. And then we turn around and, and feel as if we're bored with life. And so this is just how it's dealt to us. But we never stop to realize that if we could see behind the scenes, we would notice that everything is flowing and energetically, that everything that looks still to me is actually not still. Because if I could see it behind, behind, let's say with a, with a, um, magnified, magnified a thousand times, I would see energy in movement. So if you think about it, it looks like everything's still, but nothing is still. And so if you go by what you see in the sense of stillness, you will start seeing your life as being still. Oh, I've been in this marriage for 30 years, so if he hits me, you know what, hey, so be it. Because you know what, I'm just, it's, I'm here, it's, it's not going anywhere, which means I'm not going anywhere. And so all of a sudden, then we look at life and we say, well, I've been on this job for 20 years and, uh, you know, it's not going anywhere and I'm not going anywhere and nothing's moving in my life, so I might as well just stay put. And so you deceive yourself. You don't realize that everything around you is constantly vibrating and moving. And because of that, you have to begin to awaken to say, wait a minute, life is knocking my door every moment to say, well, you know what? I don't have to be still. I can move if you want me to. I can energetically flow with you if you want me to. And that's when you make your decision. You know what? Today is the day I find a new job. Today is the day I walk out and get divorced from this abuser. Today is the day that I decide that I'm going to make more money. Today's a day that I'm going to, I'm going to own, create an online business. Today's a day in which I'm going to go and look for a new car. Today's the day when I'm going to be able to apply for this loan. Today's the day I'm going to begin to say, you know what? I've been in this church for 20 years. I'm not growing. I'm going to start looking for the church Sunday. Today is the day. Today is a day when you start living your life and answering the call to live life more abundantly because it's been offered to you. When people talk to me in life coaching sessions and they say, I feel stuck. And I said, because you've deceived yourself to be stuck. You've deceived yourself to be stuck because nothing is stuck in this universe because everything is in constant movement and vibration and frequency. And yet God does that because he's letting us know that in him we live, we move, we have our being. Even in God, nothing moves. And guess what? Everything is in God. This universe is in God, which means if everything in this universe is in God, then there is constant movement right? And so the only person that thinks it's still is the person who goes by what they see or feel. But when you get out of the reality of your eyesight, you get out of the reality of, of, of sabotaging your life because you've deceived yourself into thinking that everything must be, everything that's been here longevity-wise is just a grounded piece of my foundation, so I might as well just deal with it. You know how many people I've spoken to that says, I just deal with life? What is what it is. No, but it's because you have deceived yourself to believe that it is what it is because you became comfortable with what you feel is stagnant. Your stagnicity is all an illusion. Hello? Let me say it again. Your stagnicity is all an illusion. Being stagnant, being still, nothing's moving and nothing's, nothing's moving in my life. It's all an illusion because everything, my friend, is in constant vibrational movement. Even you. And so guess who has, guess who really is stagnant? No one. They deceive themselves to believe they are. They deceive themselves to feel as if I'm bored because nothing's happening. Wait a minute, hold on. 
Everything is happening. Everything is moving. So everything's happening. There's happenings all the time around you and in you, and you are the happening because you're always moving. So, so even your body is in the moment, in the movement of happening. Think about that. I'm not trying to get too deep with you guys, but I'm telling you reality of the kingdom. That's how the kingdom of God sees it because that's how the universe really is. And when you go by what you see or feel, then all of a sudden, guess what? You realize, you know what? You have completely lost the reality of the universe, of the kingdom, of everything that, that is real. And that is everything is alive and in, and in motion. And when you see with your eyes, you will always be deceived. So now's the day to answer the call of life. Now's the day to answer the abundance of life, screaming in your ears saying, make a change. I dare you. Make a change. Speak to me. Let me, talking about life, let me do something on your behalf. Let me move on your behalf. But I need you to start thinking differently. I need you to start acting differently. I need you to throw action in there. I need you to start moving today. Because if you're in God, which, which everything is in God, then you know what? In Him you live. It's time to live, folks. It's time to live. You might say, well, I'm 65 years old. I, I don't have much time left. Well, you know what? Yes, you do. Because if you feel as if, well, I'm old now, then you're going to what? You're going to be old. And you're going to act old. You're going to feel old. You're going to think old. Well, I'm already settled in my ways. Well, you know what? You just told life that you're handicapped and life is going to bring that same, uh, that same feel back to you and you will feel stuck when in reality you made yourself stuck because you chose to believe that you have, that everything is slower because you're older. Everything is still because you're older. Nothing new can happen because I'm older. And you curse yourself day by day. If it happened to Abraham to have a child in his 90s, if it happened to David, you know, as he got older to be king, you see all through the Bible, Methuselah, for goodness sake, folks, was an old man, 900-something years old. You can see where nothing stopped him. So Methuselah being 900-something years old that did not live a complete day, which was a thousand years, because a thousand years as, as a day to the Lord, then, then really Methuselah, if, if we took modern day Methuselah into us and yet we slow down in our sixties and we say, well, I'm 60 years old. So I got to slow down. I'm 65 years old. Got to slow down now. And I don't need to make a change. I, it's not, oh, I can't, I, I'm already 65. I'm not going to worry about even trying to date somebody to get married. I'm not going to worry about trying to have kids. I'm not going to worry about trying to change my job or move out of this house or move down to Florida or, or, or buy a condo or get another job. I, I'm 65. Imagine what Methuselah would have thought if he looked at you right now. He would have been like, look, dude, you've got 800, 800, and let's see here, 600 and 100. You've got 840 years that I've got on you that I actually still lived, right? So here we are already saying in our 50s and our 60s and our 70s, we're cursing ourselves. Well, I got that joint pain. Well, you know what? You can still live life. You know, I tell you all the time, if God, if God chooses to heal you, then let Him heal you. But guess what? It's don't waste every moment of every day thriving on, I'm going to be healed, I'm going to be healed, I'm going to be healed. And miss the mark of the high call of the now moment saying, but what about now? Don't you need to live right now? Don't you need to be able to still live and do stuff right now? I always say in the midst of you believing God for something, don't stop living. 
If you've got to get up and drive the store and you're, and you're in pain, you know what? Do it. Because you've got to begin to say, you know what? I can't let this stop me. Don't let tragedy, pain, sickness, disease, don't let it stop you from living. Because the bottom line is, if you just wait there and you're waiting on God to heal you, that every moment of every second of every day you that you're waiting, guess what you're doing? You're literally destroying the beautiful part of life that God has granted for you to live. And you know what? It's not worth it, folks. It's not worth it. I, you know, I always say, hey, no matter what age I am, no matter whatever happens, you know what? I'm going to make myself do what I got to do. And I'll tell you right now, I'm 53 years old. And I'm, I wish I was younger, yes, but I'm 53 years old. And at 53 years old, I can bend and probably be more, be more flexible than most of you listening to my podcast right now. I can bend backwards pretty much and I can touch my feet. You know why? Because I refuse to not be flexible. I exercise, I stretch. Now, many of you, many of you are against yoga because you're too religious for me. Okay, uh, you know, it, it, to the Bible, the Bible says, "To the pure, all things are pure; to the defiled, all things are defiled." I do yoga as exercising because I want my body to be be in, in a place of of being flexible. I don't take on a Hindu type of religion with it. So you know what? You could you can live that route if you want to. But if you live that route, go that direction. Then go to don't go to service stations to serve alcohol because I guarantee you the ninety percent of the restaurants and service stations you go to are not Christian owned. So you're going to have to just give up life and quit living. Or you can begin to turn things around for your good. Because if God turned things around for your good and to the pure you find the pure in the all things then you can look and say, you know what? I'm not allowing something to be stolen from me when it can be good for my body. And so guess what? Jeremy can do can outdo you probably on yoga because I'm flexible. I do exercising. I jog. I do what I need to do because I'm not ready to give up. Because life is knocking at my door saying, hey, are you still going to be bendable and flexible? Hey, are you still going to run and not grow weary and walk and not grow faint? Are you still going to be able to, to go eat dinner today with so-and-so? Are you still going to be able to do this to do this today? Or do you want your age to settle in and live the delusion and the illusion that you just can't do it anymore? I'm like, no, I'm healthy as a horse. And I'm going to continue to stay healthy as a horse as long as I take care of myself. And if something was to happen, which I've had in my life, you know, pain and tragedy. And I've had in my life when I was sick. And I've had in my life when things, you know, when I didn't feel like getting out of bed. But guess what? I'm like, life is calling me. I don't have time to sit back. I'm going to get up with this pain. I'm going to get up with this with this nausea. I'm going to get up with this, you know, um, feeling blah. I'm going to get up with this feeling sadness. I'm going to get up when I'm feeling feeling like I've got pain in my body. I'm going to get up when I feel like I'm too old to do it because i got to get up and do something. Because if I don't do something, no one's ever going to do something for me because they can't. It's my body, my life. And because of that, I've got to begin to get up and start living my life in the midst of believing God for, for healing. If, you, if you're that way, then go for it. But don't stop living. Make your decisions and choices today. Today's the day of salvation. Today I choose no longer to stay with my abuser. Today I choose to find, find the love of my life. Today I choose to get a new job. Today I choose to make more money. Today I choose to get online and create a business. Today I choose to sell this old beaten up car and go find a new one. Today I choose the house of my dreams. And it might not be something that may be way out of your budget you can afford, but today, you know what? I can sell some stuff because I'm going to survive and I'm going to thrive and I'm going to be something and I'm going to begin to make sure that I don't die wishing still for this or that to happen when God says I've given you all things that pertain to life and godliness there's nothing out of my reach so what is my problem my problem is me me trying to stop me from living 
me trying to stop breathing, me trying to stop my life when life is saying, don't allow you to be your worst enemy. Take up, take up that power, take up that anointing, take up that strength and run the race and, and fight the good fight of faith and have endurance to say, I decide today to take charge of my life and make what my life needs to be and who I want in my life and who I don't want in my life. And those encouragers and supporters and, and victors and happy people, those are the ones I choose to have in my life. Those mourners and mean people and, and people trying to put me down, I choose today no longer to be, to be a part of their life. I dust my feet off in love and I move on. Hey, you know what? I want to make more money. I choose a day to go online and find another job. I choose a day to go back to school. I choose a day to take night classes. I choose a day to educate myself. I don't choose to say, well, you know what? Just because I'm a king's kid, I deserve to get better. No, I fight the good fight of faith. I, I discipline myself. I, I you know, where the Bible says to study the sure self approved. I empower myself with knowledge and wisdom. And I will ever be for, lear uh, for learning. Why? Because I know that learning and knowledge and wisdom is powerful power for me and I can be able to utilize that to make more money to benefit my family to benefit myself see there's nothing folks impossible for you to do today all things are possible for those that believe and trust in him so let life just bang at your door and, and answer the call today to say I choose life and when you do nothing can stop you in this life I really hope today this podcast blessed you guys. I really do. I get excited because I know life is too beautiful to sit back and do nothing with it. And we can all make excuses. We can all say, well, this and well, that. But the truth is, life is calling my name. And i got to answer it today to do what it is to where I look back and I say I am more than a conqueror and I was not afraid of anything and I wanted to try everything and you know what I say to people when people say man I wish I could travel like you I've been to I've been to over like 40 different countries around this world I've been to every single state in the nation except for two states and you know what I'm still not done yet and you might say well maybe you have more money than me Jeremy the truth is you know what I make myself to produce to get the funds I need. I make myself stay up late sometimes to say what is I can create to bring more funds in. I force myself to say, you know what? Dive in deeper, Jeremy. There's a treasure in you. Dive in deeper. If you don't feel like you have what it takes, dive in deeper because you do have what it takes. You do have what it takes. And I'm telling you today, folks, you have what it takes. Dive deeper inside of yourself and pull out of that treasure of that earthen vessel. And don't say to yourself, I'm not creative. You are creative. You've got a treasure in you that's saying, hey, all you got to do is reach deep. And it might take you a while to seek and seek and seek and seek. But before long, that seeker in you is going to find and when that, when, when that secret you find, that door's gonna slam, bust right open, and you're gonna say, I've got a genius idea. I've got something I can patent. I've got something I can copyright. And bam, guess what? Before long, you're the victor. You're the one that was able to gain the ground. And you're the one that can say, I did it. I finally did it. And God says, Well done, that good and faithful servant. You've done what a son of God should do. What I've called you to do, what I died to give you. So I want everyone to think about that today. As you go through this life, as you go through this day, as you go through this minute, don't waste another 60 seconds by sitting there and doing absolutely nothing. Don't waste your another 60 seconds by sitting there being a slave to make other people's dreams come true 
Hello, bosses and companies and corporations and corporate America. Make everybody else's dreams come true for them while they take your money by what you've what you've what you've uh, worked hard for, and they take the money that really could have given you a promotion, and they go to the beach in Nassau and they're enjoying their life. When you decide to serve and then lead, and you decide to say, you know what, I'm no longer giving money to people to corporations that are, I'm a slave to. They tell me when to come in, they tell me when to take lunch, they tell me when to go home. I want to be able to be the head and be my own owner. I want to be able to choose today what I can do for myself. Because God has willed me to have the mind of Christ to make life different for myself. And guess what? Life will change for you folks. There's no one on this planet who's never not tried and failed. No one. You might have failed in the very thing you're trying for, but I guarantee you, I promise you, God will turn around and say, well, I've got something even better for you that you'll enjoy. You didn't know you'd enjoy it better, but I'm going to put you in that better part, in that better state of mind, and you're going to love it once you dive into it. It's like saying, I love hamburger, you know, let's say, for example, if you say, man, I love hamburgers, I love McDonald's hamburgers, and you've never tried, let's say, Wendy's hamburgers, or you've never tried this, this, this restaurant's hamburgers, and you're like, nothing can be better than this. And all of a sudden, you try another hamburger somewhere else, you're like, man, this is even better. It's juicier, it's thicker, it's better, you know? And all of a sudden, you realize, you know what? I was thinking that I've been craving this hamburger from McDonald's for so long, and God's like, well, if I don't give you that, I'll still give you something better. And all of a sudden, when you get let down because you can't go to McDonald's, you're like, see, I knew it. God just let me down. I, I knew I would fail this. But if you keep on believing and keep on, stand, keep on standing, then God will bring you a hamburger from somewhere else, and you're like, wait a minute, it's not what I asked for, but let me just try it. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. This is this changes everything. This is better tasting. This is better than I've ever thought it would be. See, you have to understand, you have to allow God to give you even something better if it's not what it is you asked for because God will always give you something better. He won't say, well, I know you asked for $100, but all I got is $3 on me, but I'm going to give you $3. No. He says, let me give you 1000 but your mindset might not be at that 1000 place, but yet, and you might be disappointed, you might feel like, oh, that's not what I asked for, but God will always give you something better. Down the road, you'll finally see it and you'll realize that but today answer the call to life folks don't sit back nothing is steel except your illusion as always folks as I close this podcast out today I want to say this to you guys and I love I love saying this at the end of the podcast I love it and that is that if you don't like your day change it thoughts changes reality if you don't like what you what's coming to you change your thoughts and change your life. One more thing before I close. Tonight being Wednesday, March 22nd at 6 p.m. Central Time, I will be going live on Instagram and Facebook's Identity Network page, and I'll be prophesying for a solid hour to as many people as I possibly can as the Spirit leads. I want to ask every one of you, if you're listening to this podcast today, join with me tonight. I do this one day, usually on a Wednesday, usually the third week of every month, at 6 p.m. Central, but tonight's the night. Join with me tonight, and who knows, you might get a prophetic word, but if not, you can join in with the energy and excitement and the anointing of what everybody else is being blessed with. But join us tonight, 6 p.m. Central Time, Identity Network's Instagram page, and Facebook's Identity Network page. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. 
For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.